Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. On this episode of Turning Hurt into Purpose, I want to talk about humility and humbling oneself. The definition of being humble is being lack of, having lack of self-pride or having lack of prideness. And so these last, I guess you could say, few months, it has really taught me some things. And I, I guess looking back on some things, I can say more than some months now. I um, observe things in my life with my kids or with my parents and I just want to say you know when a person is self-aware and not stuck up or have too much pride you learn things about oneself so the other day um I was out doing runs or what I call quote unquote to to make money and so just a little uh, backtrack, you know, if you listen to some of my previous podcasts, you will know that by nature, my passion is helping others. I am a caregiver. You know, I am a private duty nurse. That's my passion. That's what I see that my purpose on earth is to be. Initially, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Then I went over into helping geriatrics and I I love it you know that's where I find my moments of of shine is helping others and so of course like I said backstory um I had a, a good patient a good paying job to where you know I was making good good money and you know sometimes some family or should I say um people around me or people that I thought were my friends, I guess, thought I, um, I couldn't say, um, I wasn't stuck up. I never treated it. And, you know, if anything, I gave, I always give a person the shirt off, off my back. You know, when, when people ask for stuff, I give, you know, and honestly, I think people used me and took advantage of my kindness for weakness. So, losing that patient after that patient passed away back in Easter back during Easter I literally have been I would call rock bottom you know my credit score was in the high you know sevens and as of right now sometimes I don't even want to look at it you know I have plummeted so far down in the 500s, I'm like, say what, you know, and those notions have really humbled me, you know, compared to other people, um, who just complain. I, I, I I don't complain about things because I'm grateful. I'm grateful for God for, you know, still sustaining me. You know, still being able to keep a roof over my head. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I did receive a notice to vacate because I'm currently in a lease to purchase program. And when I talked to the company, you know, I worked with uh, my butt off during the pandemic. I 
because of the nature of being in healthcare, there were times where I didn't come home to my kids or to my family or whatever. And I worked straight through because where my patient was living, they had the place on lockdown and wasn't letting people in and out or whatever, you know? So yeah, I was grateful to be able to work and I didn't lose my job during the pandemic or anything. But now that my patient has passed away, I have to shift myself. You know, bills are being lacked and put put behind. Um, and I haven't found a, a good paying patient. So I found myself looking for odds and ends. I'm, I'm going to make ends meet. You know, I'm going to, I feel like I have to work for myself. I enjoy working for myself because I can make my own schedule. I'm a single mom of four kids and that's four different personalities. That's four different health concerns. And I always put them on the front burner. And I've put myself on the back burner these last 20 years, raising them by myself. And I have to realize now I need to focus on me. I'm going to be 40 in two months. And my mindset on things is I need to take care of me. Because, again, if I'm not healthy, I'm not good, I can't be good for my kids. So I found myself finding gig work apps. Matter of fact, right now, I'm currently getting ready to start a full day of spark and see what a full day of spark will look like, how my income will look like if I focus at least a full eight hours on doing that. But guess what? I still work at night. I'm a caregiver and I sit with somebody at night. So I'm like hustling 24-7. When I leave that job at night, you know, before getting on to spark, I was delivering packages or I still do that too. So the app, uh, Viho, that delivers the HelloFresh and Nepresso's, uh pods, I deliver that whenever I pick up a route. I'm also on the platform Oxahire that delivers Factor and Stitch Fit and Former Dog. And so I'm constantly trying to be finding that that money, right? So the other day, I was out doing deliveries a in the por- in the pouring rain, and then notice that my tire pressure light was on. And I'm like, I'm out here soaking wet. Other people wouldn't dare be out here, but I'm like, you know what? I got bills to pay. I got things to do. Then my tire pressure light was on, and I'm like, what can go on next? The, the deliveries wasn't, you know adding up right you know people not giving access code so you can deliver their packages and I'm the person that goes the extra mile because I will want somebody to do that for me so I'll call the customer and then they'll send you the voicemail or you know other people out there they don't care they'll throw your package on the side of the street and keep it moving but I want to provide that customer service I have always been in that customer service industry and so um, after that, then it was like, okay, now that I'm doing all these deliveries, I have to spend more money on gas because I'm driving more. And also car maintenance, got to put, excuse me, got to put um, 
you know, got to get oil changed more frequently because of more gas mileage and everything. And so I barely, I'm barely making pennies, you know, I went from, like I said, $30 an hour, you know, almost 600, I mean, 6,000 a month, roughly budget wise, you know, household expenses total and everything to, I barely, as of right now, am recouping half of that. The caregiver gig that I do at night, I'm I'm not even meeting half of the dollar amount that I was making per hour. So I'm not even up to 15 an hour. I barely get 13 an hour working with the person at night. But this whole time, it has humbled me. I have not been arrogant. I've, I never was an arrogant person, but it is teaching me self-evaluation. It's teaching me things in in life. You know, um, cable got turned off. You know, I'm like, okay, we don't need cable. We got all these other streaming apps and everything. Kids will be fine. No, my mom on the other hand, oh, the kids need cable. They need to watch TV. No, no, no. No, they need to read more. You know, our kids in society these day and age, they don't read. They're always into the electronics. This may give them time to focus on reading. It also gives us time to be bonding more as a family, communicating and things of things of that nature. You know, and as I look back on things, um, like I said, I observe other people around me. My mom's been diagnosed with sarcoidosis since 2009. And when they say hurt people, hurt people, that's no lie. That's no joke. Um, I would think that over the years as her condition has worsened that she would Almost herself. She is very, very prideful. Have always been. She don't want nobody in her business. Um, all that. And when people try to help her, you know, she'll talk down. She's very negative. And then, like her closest friends have, and people have distanced themselves from her. And she thinks that it's me telling them things and it's not I'm trying to let her be self-aware of the things that she's doing to people because she's even hurting her own child me and my kids and she thinks that the things that I say or do is influencing their opinion and that's not the case people don't want to be around her because her vibe and her energy is so so negative but she's the type of person that worked for the accolades and was away from home because she was pleasing other people. And now that her health has deteriorated so bad, you know, she's only 62 and seemed like her body is in the form of like an 82 year old person. I mean, life expectancy now is roughly 65 or 70 people are not living as old as they once did but she's not seeing that and when I constantly tell her some of the things that she has done that is hurtful to people it's even hurtful to my stepfather and stuff she doesn't see it she is she has a lack of that self-awareness and 
I just sit back and I'm like, you know, I humble myself. Like I said, I I am grateful to still have a roof over my head. You know, I'm, any day now, these people probably have already started the eviction process. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw in a towel, but I'm like, by the grace of God, I'm still here. I have sat here. I have cried. And I'm like, you know, God didn't bring me too far to leave me. He brought me, put me in this situation and he will see me out of it. God will bless me. And in the midnight hour, he will turn everything around. But you have to humble yourself and you have to get into the word or you, you know, if you're not Bible based Christian and you, you know, have your universe, get into your spaces, you know, get around people that will lift you up. And, you know, me, I honestly have distanced myself. I mean, people are not who they used to be. Um, and honestly, you have to focus on, on oneself. I know people say you will need people in life, but until I can trust folks around me or not be be used, I've been used so many times, it's like it's hard to, to know who to trust. But when you just sit back and focus on self, look at all your circumstances, you have to isolate yourself and realize, okay, what is the lesson that is being taught in this situation? And like I said, the other day, I'm penny pinching. I'm doing all these apps. It just seemed like everything was just just going against me, going against me. And later on that, that evening, I looked at my phone and I had an email. And it was like, welcome to Spark. And I'm like what you know it's it's just the little the the little things i've been i i applied five six months ago you know roughly after the time my patient passed away i was trying to apply for all these different apps and stuff you know i see you know via youtube and stuff a lot of people say you can make good money with spark and incentives and different things and i just look back and it's like Thank you, God. It might not be that $30 an hour job or $45 an hour job, but it still gives me the flexibility to be around for my kids. If I want to turn on, I can turn on. If I don't want to turn on, I don't have to, you know, and it's like I said, it's hard. Everybody want to have their own opinion. Oh, you need to go get a nine to five. You need to go work here. You need benefits. You need this. Well, I'm the only person that's doing this for my kids. You know, I have kids that have several ailments and different things. I'm the one that's taking them to the doctor. I do try to ask for help. And then when you ask and it's coordinated for the person to come pick them up or whatever, and then they don't answer the phone. You call to remind them, you know, days before you constantly reminding them. They forget their sleep. It's like, you know what? I can't depend on nobody. I have to do it for myself because at the end of the day, if somebody else still took them to the doctor, I would still have to be either present on the phone because people don't know the different ailments or don't know how to talk to the doctors. And so it's like, you know what? Let me do this. 
you know, eventually God will place things in my life to where I'm not going lack of sleep and going from one stop to the next and constantly on the go. So like I said, today starts my full eight hours or 12 or however long I want to do spark. I got to be a mom after that, cook dinner, and guess what? By 8.30 tonight, I'm out the door to go work overnight. I only sleep in my bed two times a week. I'm only off two nights out the week. Five nights I'm working, but again, it's pitching pennies. But again, it has humbled me. It has put me in a place to be like, you know, God, I trust you. You know, what is the lesson that's being taught and everything. So at the end of the day, I just want this podcast. I just want my listeners out there to just know I'm with you. I'm praying for you. You know, if you feel like you're going through something, just know that season will be eventually over with. You know, I like I said, I literally want to throw in the towel. I just literally want to, you know, run away a few months ago. But I feel like my kids, they need me, you know. I was having a conversation with one of my kids' godmother the other night, or should I say last night. And she, too, you know, sharing her stories and things that she's going through. And she was like, you know, I have to realize myself, too. I have to do what God has set forth for me to do. I can't worry about my kids, you know, because her kids are older. I I have younger kids, you know, her kids are are grown. And she was like, you know, I'm not doing what God set out for me to do. I'm doing what I want to do. And I feel the same way. You can't, um, if you know God has called you to do something, listen and be obedient. Don't try to do it on your own and be like, well, I gotta, I gotta make this money. I gotta go do this. And I gotta go please these people. No, because he's trying to show you something. There's something that he's telling you to do. Like right now, uh, making this podcast before my patient died, I knew I had a calling to help others and to serve and to be God's vessel. But what what did I do? Constantly work, constantly work. And then even now that he has set me down, I still hadn't focused on the podcast or the YouTube channel or just the writing the book or putting out content. There is a story behind my life. There's a testimony out there, but I hadn't put forward the work because I was worried about, is anybody going to listen to it? And he just said, do it. But I'm not making the money. Do it. So when you do what he said to do, everything will flourish. Everything will come tenfold. So at the end of the day, like I said, stay focused. Stay prayerful. Don't be prideful. You know, if somebody is lending a hand to you, take it. You know, if you see your circumstances changing, don't be arrogant about it. Just be graceful. Have that grace and sensitivity. Until next time, this is Ebony, returning hurt into purpose. I'll see you later.